Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Dalit, Daf 74 of Masech Yoma. Um, Daf Ayin Dalit. So, for the first Amud, we continue with the this, the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish that we began at the end of the day yesterday. Um, the the argument about Chatzishir Asim in Torah. When you have something, if you do something that you're not allowed to do, but you do less than the amount, the minimum amount. So is that also midoraisa, even if the punishment may not apply, is it nonetheless also midoraisa to do? We saw machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish. We're going to continue with that for the first Amud. And then we discuss the concept of inui, of afflicting oneself on Yom Kippur, where that's learned from. Let's begin. Wow. Jumping right into things over here. So, we had seen a machlokas at the end of the day yesterday, um, between Rabbi Yochum and Vishlakish. Right? Well, and it's based on our Mishnah, right? We started the final parak of Mesech Yoma, and the Mishnah says that there are five things that are that are on Yom Kippur. And then the Gemara asks, what do you mean that it's Usr? It's not just Usr, you chayv karis. That's like a much bigger deal than simply Usr. So to which... We said, well, it's talking about if you do less than the amount. So, for example, in order to be chayev karis for eating on Yom Kippur, you have to eat a kikoseves hagasa. You have to eat the size of a large date. Now, what the Gemara wants to say is that, well, if you eat less than a large date, while you might not be chayev karis, it's nonetheless osir. So, then the Gemara says, well, that makes sense if you hold that it is in fact osir. Like Rabbi Yochanan, who says that Chatzi Shir also in the Torah, that when you have less than a Shir, it's nonetheless also midoraisa. Rish Lakish, however, says that Chatzi Shir is mutum in Well, at least it's not also in And therefore, the Gemara asked, well, then according to Rish Lakish, that if Chatzi Shir is not also in well, then what is the Mishnah saying is also? Right? I guess if we want to, meaning for now, the assumption is that Rish Lakish holds the Chatzishir is Mutter Minotaur. That it's, you know, as long as you do. So, for example, to eat less than a date, a large date on Yom Kippur is completely permitted. So, if that's the case, then what is the Mishnah, what's it talking about when it says Osir? It should say Chayv Karis and talking about a regular Shir. So, the Gemara wanted to say what it means that Rish Lakish says that Midor Raisa, it's Osir. Uh, that midoraisa it's mutter, that according to Shlokish midoraisa chatzishir is mutter, but it's also midorabon. And therefore, when the Mishnah says that these things are osir, and we say it's talking about um, less than a shear, it's talking about also midorabon. So if you eat a proper amount, if you eat a lar- the amount of a large date, so you be chayev karis. If you eat less than a large date, then it's also midorabon, but midoraisa it's mutter. Fine. Now, the Gemara is asking Akash and Rishlakish. How could it be that Rishlakish says, how could it be that our argument is correct that according to Rishlakish, Chatzishir is Mutter Minatora but also Midrabanon? If a fellow swears, right, makes a swear, he says, uh, so in this case, what we're talking about is he swears, I'm not going to eat um, Nivela or something. So, and then he eats Nevela. So there's, so that, so that's what's called a Shavuaz Bitoy. Shavuaz Bitoy says, I'm gonna do, you know, I swear that I'm gonna do something or I'm not gonna do something. That's a Shavuaz Bitoy, an expression. You say I'm gonna do something or not. Now, if you violate that 
that, that swears. So you have to bring a Korban. Now, there is a halacha, however, that if you make a swear, la'asos, right, um, what's it called? La'asos, uh, right, la'asos mitzvah v'lokiyem. Is that what it was? Nishba l'kayim is a mitzvah v'lokiyem potter. That if a fellow swears to be Mekayim a mitzvah and wasn't Mekayim the mitzvah, potter from a Shavuaz bitui. Right? That when it comes to mitzvahs specifically, if you swear to do a mitzvah and you violate that, you don't bring a Korban Shavuaz bitui. And now, here's the Shaila. That if we say that Chatzishir Shir is Osir, Midr Abonon, according to Rish Lakish, well, if it's Osir, then that means that it's basically a mitzvah. Okay? It's not just a random thing. It's 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 uh, something. It's a halacha, right? That that, that uh, you're not allowed to eat something that's less than the pro, than the amount than the required amount. According to Rishlakish, you're not allowed to eat it. So now, if that's the case, then that means that that, that that it's a proper halacha. In which case, if you swear, then if you make a swear, I'm going to uh, stay away from eating even less than a shear. And then, and then you end up eating it. So, for example, nevela, if you have a dead animal that wasn't slaughtered, so you're not allowed to eat it. You're not allowed to eat a kazais of it. What if you say, I'm making a shavua, I'm going to swear, I'm, I'm, I'm even going to stay away from less than a kazais of nevela. And then you end up eating a kazais of nevela. So now, if we're saying that according to Rish Lakish, well, even eating less than a kazais of nevela is nonetheless osur, albeit midr abonon, well, then that makes it Kilo a mitzvah, a And if we say that if you make a swear, lekayim, as a mitzvah velokim, if you swear, you know, in the context of a mitzvah, and then you know you violate your swear, you're potter from bringing a korban. So if that's the case, then if a fellow swears that he's going to stay away even from less than a kazayis of nevela, and then he ends up eating less than a kazayis of nevela. So he violated essentially a mitzvah, in which case he should be potter from bringing a korban shavuos bitoy. Yet we're going to see in a minute that Rish Lakish seems told that he would be chayev a korban shavuos bitoy. Now, if he says though that it, that less than a shear is nonetheless also midrabanon, that makes it a mitzvah shitaka be potter from bringing a shavuos bitoy. You hear that? A, a korban shavuos bitoy. So fracti gemara five lines from the bottom of. Uh, well, if what we're saying is correct, that according to Rish Lakish, even though Midr Oraisa Chatzishir is Mutter, but Midr Abonon it's Asr, well, then that makes it a mitzvah, right? Meaning, even less than a shear, it's a mitzvah to avoid it. And therefore, if somebody makes a shvua, that he's going to refrain from eating even less than a shear of something, like Nevela, so, and then he ends up violating that Shavuot, he should be potter from a Korban Shavuot's bitoy since it's the con- in the context of a mitzvah. Aloma Tanan, but why do we have a Mishnah that says, Shavuot Shlo Ochav V'Ochal Nevelis Utrev V'Shkosim Rimosim Chayev Reb Shimon Potter That if a fellow makes a Shavuot, makes a swear, that he's going to refrain from eating Nevelis, Trefis, right, animals that would die uh, within 12 months, you're not allowed to eat them. Shkotsim were Muslim, different uh, buggy kind of things. Chayev. So according to the Tanakhami, Taka, Chayev, according to Shavuaz Bitoy. 
Reb Shimon Potter, Reb Shimon says that you take a Potter, Vavinam Bam, we ask, Am I Chayev? Mushbavomir Me'asinayu. And the Gemara asks, what do you mean? Why should you be Chayev to bring a Korban Shavuaz Bito when it comes to Nevela, Trefa, Shkotzim, Urimasim? Meaning, we're assuming for now, for the time being, we're assuming that, right, we didn't say anything yet about Chatsi Shir in this Mishnah. And therefore, at this point, the Gemara wants to know, why should you be chayev to bring a korban shavuos bitoy if you say I'm not gonna I'm gonna stay away from eating nevela and then you eat nevela? Why should you be chayev a korban shavuos bitoy? It's a mitzvah. I thought we said nishbel akayim is a mitzvah v'lokiim. He's potter. And nevela shtefish katzim remosim. These are all mitzvahs. The Torah says don't eat them. So if a person makes a shavua that he's gonna refrain from eating these things that it's a mitzvah already not to eat them. And he says, that's what I'm going to, I'm not going to eat these things. And he ends up eating them. Of course he's potter from bringing a korban shavuaz bito. It's, it's a mitzvah. But why does the Mishnah say chayev? So Rabbi Shmuel of Rabbi Yochanan, Amri, Asurim. So Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan say, well, it's talking about a situation where it wasn't only, let's say, nevela. It was also shchuta over there. Kilu, there were some, there were some things that were permitted, some things that were forbidden. They were all kind of lumped together, and therefore, on account of the things that were permitted to eat, that's why uh, he's going to have to bring a korban shvuas bitui, because that was not a mitzvah for the chulin. And um, once already, he's bringing a korban shvuas bitui for the chulin that he said he's not going to eat. I don't know chafesh his hamburgers. And he ended up eating it. So he brings a Korban Shavuaz Bitoy for that. And then he also brings it also for the, um, you know, while already he's bringing it for the permitted things that he swore about. So then he also is going to be bringing it for the Nevela. Fine. Now, Rish Lakish Omar, and says Rish Lakish, Yata Motzi Elebim Mephayish Chatsi Shir, Valibadar Abonon, Obistam Valibadar Bakiva. The Omar Adam Oser, Atzma Bukhoshu. What's Rish Lakish's Taich? Well, how does Rish Lakish answer the question? Remember, what's the question? And the question is that the Mishnah says that if a fellow says, I'm going to refrain from eating, let's say, Nevela, and he eats Nevela, the Tanakama says that he's chayv to bring a korban shvuaz bitoy. And we want to know, why is he chayv to bring a korban shvuaz bitoy? It's a mitzvah. The Torah says, don't eat Nevela. And we know that Nishbal is a mitzvah v'lokim. He's potter for bringing a korban shvuaz bitoy. So why does the Mishnah say that he's chayv? So Rish Lakish wants to say, well... It's because he swore that he's going to eat, right? That he's going to refrain from eating a chatzis shir. Less than a kazais, less than the amount. And because it's less than the amount, it's not a mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is to refrain from eating a, a shir, a kazais of nevela. That's what's not allowed. But he says that I'm going to refrain from eating less than a kazais, even less than a kazais, right? And that is not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is a kazais. He, he says, I'm even going to take upon myself to eat, to stay away from less than a kazais. Now that's not a mitzvah. And because it's not a mitzvah, if he violates that, he's going to be chayv to bring a korban shvuaz bitoy. So we see that apparently less than a shir, according to Rish Lakish, is not even also midarbanan. Because if it was also midarbanan, he should be pot, he should be potter from Bringing a korban shvuaz bitu because that that makes it a mitzvah, and if it's a mitzvah, then he's potter, right? Nishba lekaim is a mitzvah v'lokim potter. So from the fact that Rish Lakish says that by this Mishnah and Nevela, we're talking about where he swears that he's going to stay away from eating even less than a 
Kizayis. And if he violates that, he's going to be Chayav a Korban Shavuaz Bitui. That must mean that Chatzishir, less than an amount, is completely mutter. And it's not Osir in any way. Because if it was Osir Midr Abanan even, so then it would be Potter from a Korban Shavuaz Bitui. Right? So, Again, Vershlakishama says, Vershlakish Yatamotse, this Mishnah is talking about when he says that I'm going to refrain from eating Nevela, and he ends up eating Nevela, we say, Ischaiv, according to Shvazbitur, that's talking about, So according to the rabbis who say that when a person makes a swear stam, if a person says, I'm not going to eat Nevela, for example, so that means by default he's not going to eat a um, shear of Nevela, a kazais of Nevela. Um, however, if he specifies that, no, I'm going to stay away from eating even a chatzi shear, so then we're, so, meaning the chacham would say that the default would be a regular shear, so he would have to specify that what he means is that I'm going to stay away from eating a, less than a shear. And we're saying that if he ends up eating less than a shear, says chayav a korban shvua, valiba der abanan, or, uh, right, it's fine, o bistam, valiba der bakiva der amar admosra atzmo becholshu, or, um, even if he just says, I'm not going to eat nevela, full stop, uh, he doesn't specify an amount, according to Rabbi Akiva, who says that, well, by default, then he's talking about any amount, which, of course, is less than a shear. Fine. So, again, we are saying that according to Rishlakish, the reason why he is potter from bringing a... Why, the reason why he's chayev to bring a korban shavuaz bitoy is because he... Um, it could, because we're talking about less than a, a, an amount, less than a shear, and there you have it, that according to Rishlakish, less than a shear is completely mutter. It's not Asr Midrabanan at all, which is a kasha on what we had said at the end of the day yesterday, which is that this Mish, our Mishnah, when it says that these Inuyim and Yom Kippur are Asr, it's talking about less than a shear. And according to Rishlakish, it means that it's Asr Midrabanan. We see from here that it must be mutter Midrabanan, which is why you're going to be Chayav according to Bitui. And if you're going to want to suggest, well, Kevin the Isle Hetem in Torah, Kochayel Kormen Shavuah. And then the Gemara says, well, I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking that Enochinami, I could still say that according to Rish Lakish, Chatzi Shir is Mutter Min Torah, but Asur Midr Abanon. Well, then if it's Asur Midr Abanon, well, then why are you Chayev to bring a Kormen Shavuah's Bitui? Because since Midr Oraisa, it's it's mutter, chatzi shir. So therefore, you're going to be chayv to bring a korban shavuaz bitoy since midoraita, midoraisa, it's mutter. Midorabonon, it's also, yeah. But since midoraisa, it's mutter, you're going to be chayv to bring a korban shavuaz bitoy. Ve'atnan, but we learn in the Mishnah, shavuaz ha'edos, when it comes to shavuaz ha'edos, who can tell me what shavuaz ha'edos is? Shavuos Eidus, if I'm not mistaken, is that when a fellow knows testimony about somebody else and he swears that he doesn't because he wants to stay out of it. For whatever reason, he doesn't want to give a testimony. He swears that he doesn't know any testimony. In Noegis, right, so, so he's chayv to bring a, and, he, and it's not true because he does know the testimony, so he's chayv to bring a, 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 a Corbin. In Noegis, Eleberu'uyin l'ha'id. I think, uh, yeah, I believe he's, I think he's chayv to bring a Corbin, yeah, Corbin Shvur, yeah. 
So So this thing about bringing a korban when you know testimony you don't give it. So it's specifically for people who are able to give testimony. You have to be somebody who's fit to give testimony in order to be chayav a korban shvuah if you don't give testimony. We ask the question, to exclude what? What's an example of somebody who's unable to give testimony who's part of a shvuah sa'edus? Rapapa says it's the exclusion of a king. Rabbi says it excludes a gambler. Because a gambler, of course, is unable to give testimony. So therefore, we're saying that since a gambler cannot give testimony, so he's also part of Shavuos You hear that? Misachik Bekuvia is only, right, a gambler, why is he forbidden from giving testimony? Midrabana, the rabbi said, look, you know, we have different reasons, maybe because he's, uh, he's not Baki Bishu Shalolam, whatever it is. You know, the, rab- the rabbi said, we don't want gamblers giving testimony. Now, Midoraisa, a gambler, is fit to give testimony, but the rabbi say, don't give testimony. So we see that it's also Midrabana for a gambler to give testimony, and we're saying that that's enough to say, that he'd be part of from a, from a Korban Shvuah. So we see that when something is also Midrabanon, you would be Pater from a Shvuah. So therefore, going back to Rish Lakish, if Rish Lakish in fact holds that Chatzishir is also Midrabanon, then he should be Pater from a uh, Korban Shvuah's Bitur. And yet, Rish Lakish is saying that, that by Chatzishir, he'd be Chayva Korban Shvuah's Bitur, which means that it must be that is mutter Period. So which the Gemara says, no, don't bring me a kasha from the gamblers being unable to give testimony and therefore they're potter from a Korban Shvua because Korban Shvua doesn't have to do with mutter Asr. Meaning, when we had said, Nishba Lekayim Samitzvah Velokiyeh potter from a Korban Shvua's Bitoy, so that's specifically by a Korban Shavuos Bitoy. It has to be, you know, if it's a mitzvah, you're potter. When it comes to Korban Shavuos, when a person knows testimony doesn't give it, well there, it says, that in order to be chai of a Korban Shavuos, it has to be somebody who, well, if you don't give testimony, well then you're going to be chai of a Korban Shavuos. If you knew testimony, you didn't give it. But somebody who's unable to give testimony in the first place, like a gambler, so therefore, he's going to be potter from a korban shvua. But it has nothing to do with, you know, whether it's Asr Midoraisa or Midorabonon. No, it has to do with, is this a person who's able to give testimony? If the answer is yes, well then by not giving testimony, it'll be chayav a korban shvua. If he's unable to give testimony, then it'll be potter from a korban shvua. However, when it comes to shvua's bitur, the korban shvua's bitur, that's about, is something, right, is the thing that was, that was sworn about Asr or Mutter? And there we're talking about Midoraisa. And Rish Lakish would say that if you swear by Chatzishir, which is Mutter Midoraisa, you're going to be Chayav a Korban even if it is Asr Midorabana. So now, Frakti Gemara, one second. V'cholecha Dutani Anushkaris Lotani Asr. One second. 
our whole premise in the Gemara, how we, you know, got to this complicated stuff with Shavuos, was based on the fact, what was the initial kasha in the Gemara? The initial kasha in the Gemara is, how could the Mishnah say simply that these Inuim and Yom Kippur are Osir, if in fact they're not just Osir, they're Chayv Karis? Meaning that if, in, right, if these are things that you're Chayv Karis for, Osir is not the right descriptor. Chayv Karis is, a descript, is the correct descriptor. Now the Gemara says, one second. Is that really true? That when, when you have a situation of Chayv Karis, it won't be described as simply Osir? We learn in the Amru Osir Bechulan Lo Amru Anush Kares Ela Al. No. So even though they said Osir by all of them, so we see that where okay, right, it says Osir, we're, we're, we're applying the word Osir to all of the Inuyim. But nonetheless, Lo Amru Anush Kares Ela Al Ocha Vishose Veosim Melachabovad. However, the Chi of Kares is specifically for eating and drinking and doing Melacha on Yom Kippur. So. We have a brisa here, which says initially in the Reisha that it says Osir by all of them. Yet the only things that are Chayv Karis are Achille Vishtiya and Asiyas Mulacha. So we see that we're using the word Osir as a descriptor for all of the Inuyim, even the ones that are Chayv Karis. So we see that, Taka, you can use Osir as a descriptor for Karis. Hachi Kamar. The Gemara says, no, you have to read into the Price a little more and explain it in the following way. Aha. That when the Mishnah says Osir, or the Brisa says Osir, or when they in general, when the Alacha is that these five Inuim and Yom Kippur are Osir, it means Osir when it's less than the Shi'ur, less than the required amount. It's Osir, i.e., Osir Midrabon. Or, well, according to Rabbi Yochan, will be Midraisa. According to the according to Rishlach, but meaning we're not talking about chayiv karis because we're talking about less than a shear. Aval kishir onus karis, but if you have the required amount, so you'll be chayiv karis. Vafal pisha onus karis, and even though we say that if you have the required minimum amount, you'll be chayiv karis in onus karis ela ochel v'shose v'osemelacha bavad. The chiyuv kares only applies to eating and drinking and doing melacha. Period. So we see that in fact, Osir is talking about less than a shear, but the chiyuv kares were specific about which things were chiyuv kares for. or if you want, I will say kikatani Osir ashaira. Or you can answer that in our Mishnah when it says Osir, it's not talking about achila v'shtiya. Because we're saying that only Achille Vishtiya is actually Chayv Karis. So when the Mishnah says that all of these things are Usr, it's talking about the other things. Right? Rechitz, Asicha, Nila Sasano, Tashmish Hamita. The Tanu Rav of Rav Yosef, Bishar Sifra Devei Rav. The Rav, the Rav and Rav Yosef taught Bishar Sifra Devei Rav. Rashi says it's talking about on the Medjush Halacha of Bamidbar and Devarim. That how do we know that Yom Kippur is Osir? And when it says Osir, what's it talking about? Bathing, putting on oil, leather shoes, sexual intercourse. But it leaves out 
Achila v'shtiya and Asayas Melacha. Kilu. So here's a proof that we see that we're saying Asr specifically in the context of the things that don't have a Chiyuv Karis associated with them. Tamilom Shabbos and Shavos. <clears throat> that just like when it comes to Shabbos, we have these Dinim Derabanan, Shavos, Shabbosom, from which we learn out that there are also Shavoses. So the same thing on Yom Kippur. There are certain things that are also Midor Araisa and that you have Karis for. But then there are other things that are also Midor Abanon. And that is, Rechitza, Sicha, Ninasasanda, Tashma, Shamita, these other things. But those things are not Chayib Karis. Says the Gemara Gufa, so going back to our machlokas between Rabbi Yochan and Rishlakish about when you have less than amount, right? So if you have a certain amount that's also, and then you do less than the amount. So Rabbi Yochan says that it's nonetheless also midoraisa. You won't get the punishment per se, but to do it is nonetheless also midoraisa. So for example, taking our, our taking achila v'shteyan yom kippur, for example. Eating or drinking on Yom Kippur. So, Kikosev Sagasa, you're going to be Chayav Karis. But less than that, what if you have less than a Kikosev Sagasa? Says of Yochanan, it's nonetheless also Midoraisa. You're not going to be Chayav Karis, but it's also Midoraisa. Says of Rishlakish, it's Takamutu Midoraisa. Rabbi Yochanan, Amr Minatora, came to Chazil, it's Trufe Yisura Ka'achil. Rabbi Yochanan says that less than an amount is also Midoraisa because even though you happen to be eating a quantity which doesn't qualify for Chayav Karis, but it's the you know, it's, it's, it's the same food that if you would just eat more of it, you would be chayv karis. Kilu, I don't know, what are you eating? Uh, eating a piece of apple. Right? So, you eat like a tiny little bite of an apple. Well, if you would eat just a little bit more of that, you'd be chayv karis. So even when you just have not enough, it's still also, you just haven't gotten to the level where you can be chayv karis, but it's also nonetheless. Vishlakish Amar, where it says Vishlakish Mutter that you'd be allowed midoraisa to eat less than an amount because achila amrachman avaleka because the Torah says to eat and it's not considered eating if it's less than a shear and therefore you can be it's going to be mutter midoraisa. Eis for biyochnu veishlakish biyochnu asakasha to veishlakish in the elikol sheyeshnu but onish sheyeshnu bazara we have a brisa that says that all I know is that an amount that you're going to be chayiv the punishment for that amount you're also warned against eating. Where am I? So this is in the context of eating chaleb, of eating forbidden fats. So the Bryce is saying, all I know, right, you're not allowed to eat a kazais of chaleb. So all I know is that, okay, you're not allowed to eat a kazais of chaleb. If you, even, if you eat a kazais of chaleb, I believe you're chayv karis. So, yeah, so it's chayv karis. If you eat a kazais of chilev, so you karis. So says the Bryce, all I know is that if I eat a kazais of chilev, I'm karis. And therefore, the iser only applies to a kazais. I.e., I might think that if I eat less than a kazais, there's nothing wrong with that. Right again. All I know is that the amount that you're going to be karis for is the amount that you're not allowed to do. But what about this animal that's called a koi? Or what about if I eat, right, which isn't, you know, uh, the, 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 the isra of chelev applies specifically to behemoths, not to chayas, to, to domesticated animals like a sheep, a goat. So, a cow. So, 
this koi, it's not exactly clear if it's a behem or a chaya. So, so how do I know that I'm even not allowed to eat the chalev of a koi? How do I know that I'm even not allowed to eat less than a kazayas of chalev? Tamulomer kol chalev. All chalev. So, Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore that even includes a koi and a, um, less than a kazayas. So, Rabbi Yochanan says, look, Rishlakish, you see, there's a brisa that's saying that even less than a kazayas of chalev is going to be aser mida oraisa, because it says kol chalev, to include all chalev, even less than a kazayas. So, we see, Rishlakish, that chazi shir is taka aser mida oraisa. And for Rishlakish, midu abanu v'kras machna ba'ama. Says Rishlakish, no. Midr Less than a shear is also only midr What do you do with this pasuk? It's an asmachta. It's also midr We're finding a pasuk to which we can base it on, but it's not saying that the Torah says that less than a kazayis is also midr Not true. Less than a kazayis is mutu midr only also midr That pasuk, it's an asmachta for a dindr but it's not a, it's not, it's not a dindr araisa. Hachinam mustav and ataka makes sense to say that this b'risa is talking about things that are also midr because if we're saying that we're not sure if the koi, right? If we're not say, if we're not sure that if the we this price is saying that I don't know what the deal is with the koi or with this chatzishir. Well, therefore we have this pasuk to say call to include even a koi and a chatzishir. And if we say that that's talking about midoraisa koi sveko, it's the kradli suye sveko. Meaning the whole point of this brisa is we have this koi which we don't know what it is, and we also have chatzishir that we don't know what, we don't know if it's also or, or, or motor, and therefore we say well, we have this pasuk of kol chaylev to include even these things that we're not sure about. Well, I need a I, what the, the Hashem doesn't know if a koi is a is a is a, is a chaya or behema, and therefore the the Torah is saying look I don't know if a koi is a chaya behema, so therefore even kol is to include a koi. What do you mean? The Torah would know if it's a higher behemoth. What Hashem doesn't know if it's a higher behemoth. It must be that we're talking about Midorban. We don't know if a koi is a higher behemoth. So we say, look, don't eat its chelev. And we find an asmachta from the Pasuk of kol chelev. But we are the ones who don't know if a koi is a chaya or a behemoth. We are besuffic about it. And therefore we say, don't eat it out of suffolk. And this Pasuk is just an asmachta. But if it was Midoraisa, the Torah would, would, would just tell you, don't eat the chelev of a koi. Not to say that it, we need to include it because we don't know. But the Torah would know. It would tell you what to do. The point is that we don't know. And we're being machmir not to eat the chelev of a koi. And we base it on this pasuk. But the fact of the matter is, it's midr abanan. And if the koi is midr abanan, so then the chatzishir, that's in the same price, is also talking about midr abanan. So imishum halo irya, right? Exactly. Meaning I don't need a pasuk, right? To, 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 you know, midr araisa, we wouldn't have to teach us that the koi is uh, also misafik. It would just tell us if the koi is also a mutter. We are misafik, so therefore we need a, right, therefore we have to say that don't eat the chilev of a koi. So kasavi, rather, koi beria bifne atzmahi. Oh, sorry, my, my, my mistake. Let, let, let me read those last few words again. I'm sorry. Imishumah lo iria. So, Rabbi Yochanan answers Rishlakish and he says, no, Rishlakish, that is not a proof to teach that, um, that, right, that we're talking about chatzishir, that this Bryce is dafka talking about midr abonon. Because Rish Lakish said, uh, Rabbi Yochanan is saying, no, we, this Bryce is not talking about a suffix. Rabbi Yochanan says, we're not saying that this Bryce is saying that we don't know if a koi is a behem or a chaya. 
Rabbi Yochanan says what the Bryce is saying is that Kasavre koi biri bifneatzmai. That a koi, this animal, we don't know. It's it, 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 it's its own birya. It's its own creature. It's neither a behema. It's neither a chai. It's its own thing. And that is why I need a pasuk mida oraisa. Says Rabbi Yochanan to teach me that not just behemas are uh, uh, there's an isser eating their chayla, but even this koi, which is its its own kind of thing. So again, sir. So, so where Rishlakish wants to say. That koi, we don't know if it's a, right, it's a suffix, whether it's a behema or a chaya, and we're the ones who don't know what it is, and therefore we say, look, don't eat it, it's chilev out of suffix, and it's an asmachta to base it on a pasuk, but we're talking about davka midr abanon, and therefore chatzashir is only also midr abanon, says the biochanan, not true. A koi, we're not, it's not a suffix behema or chaya. A koi is its own category, it's its own thing, and we do need a pasuk to teach us that the Isra of Chelev applies even to Koi, which is in its own category. And guess what, says Rabbi Yochanan? This Pasuk is also teaching us that Chatsi Shir is also Midoraisa. Dilotei because if you don't say this, Hadam Ravidi Baravin, that which Ravidi Baravin says, Av Kol Asuye Koi, that when the Pasuk says that Kol is to include a Koi, Koi Sveko, Isra Kral Rabuye Sveko, if a Koi is a suffix, what, I need a Pasuk to include a suffix? The Pasuk would just tell me straight up if it's Right, mutter aser elaberia shiny, hachanam elaberia shiny. Rather, it must be that koi is its own species, and the Torah is telling us that the iser applies even to koi, not out of suffix, but it's it actually is an iser midaraisa according to Rabbi Yochanan. And um, the same would apply to chatzishir; it would be also minatora according to Rabbi Yochanan. Toner abonon, the rabbis taught to anus nafshoseichem. So the pasuk says, in the context of Yom Kippur, you have to te'anu, um, you have to uh, make yourself uncomfortable, afflict yourselves. Okay, if that's the case, so then should I go out of my way in order to be uncomfortable? Should I find, you know, a, v- a very sunny place and dehydrate myself in the sun? Should I find a very cold place and uh, and and freeze myself so that I'll be uncomfortable? Well, it also says in the context of Yom Kippur, don't do any malacha. Well, just like when it comes to malacha, malachas are things that you refrain from doing. So also when it comes to afflicting yourself on Yom Kippur, it's things that you refrain from doing. Refrain from eating, refrain from drinking. Don't go out of your way to sit in the sun or to sit in the cold. It's things that you refrain from doing. So now let me ask you a kasha. Well then, now what if somebody's already in the sun? And he's uncomfortable. So maybe we should say stay there. Once already you're uncomfortable, so remain uncomfortable. If a fellow is sitting in the shade and it's cold, and he's uncomfortable because it's cold, maybe, you know, we, we won't suggest that he get up and sit in the sun so that he gets not cold. Because after all, if he's already uncomfortable, let him stay uncomfortable. So So we say, well, it's just like milacha. Just like milacha, it's a low plug. If something is mutter, it's mutter. If it's asr, it's asr. We don't, uh, you know, make distinctions. And therefore also, if we're saying that, you know, sitting in the sun or sitting in the cold is excluded from the inu of Yom Kippur, well, then it's just excluded. Like it's not a thing at all. 
Whether you're sitting in the sun, whether you're not sitting in the sun, don't go sit in the sun. If you're sitting in the sun, you're uncomfortable. You can get out of the sun. Kilo, it's not. It's just completely out of the context of the Inu of Yom Kippur. Tanya Idoch, we have another bride that says, Tanu You have to afflict your souls. Yochul Yeshev, so maybe it means I should go and sit in the sun or in the cold and become uncomfortable. Therefore, it says, don't do any malacha. Ma malacha dava shechayavan olav b'makom acher. Av inu nefesh shechayavan olav b'makom acher. So we say, well, we compare to, we compare um, the afflicted, afflictions of Yom Kippur to malacha. Just like malacha is something that you're not allowed to do in another context. And if you do malacha in that other context, you chayv cars. What's in that other context? Shabbos, of course, right? But you're not allowed to do malacha on Yom Kippur. And just like malacha is something that also there's another place where you're not allowed to do malacha, which is Shabbos. So then also, well, also when it comes to the affliction, so it has to be something that is also that you're going to be chayv karis in a different context. The pigul, the noser. Well, that's pigul and noser. If you pigul and noser, so you mechayev karis. So, also on Yom Kippur Davka, we stay away from pigul and noser that you mechayev karis. Avi pigul v'noser shein bekaris, v'lovias atevel shein bekaris. But then the Gemara says, okay, fine, that's all fine and good for pigul and noser. So I know that on Yom Kippur I don't eat pigul and noser. But what about tevel? Not chayev tevel. I'm not chayv karis if I eat tevel. I'm chayv misa b'dei shemayim, but I'm not chayv tevel. I'm not chayv karis, and therefore maybe I should be allowed. Maybe maybe tevel is not part of the afflictions of Yom Kippur. Tamlomer te anu v'inisa v'snafshoseichem riba. Therefore the pasuk says te anu you should afflict yourselves v'inisa v'snafshoseichem. It says it twice. It actually says it five times. I think we're gonna see. But riba. Right, so, but I guess it says not just Tanu, but actually, but then it says in a bigger way, Although Tanu is probably also Tanu uh, So it says Tanu and then to include even Tevel. So Frekti Gemara, obvious a Tevel should be Misa, obvious a Nevela should be Misa. But Frekti Gemara said maybe I'll include Tevel, which I'm Chai Misa B'deshamayim, but maybe I'll exclude. Nivela, where Nivela is a lav, it's not a lav, you're not allowed to eat Nivela, you get Malkis, but it's not, you don't get Misa B'day Shemaim. Ta'amalom ta'anu ve'inisa v'snafsho seichem riba. So we go back to this, uh, this riboy of ta'anu ve'inisa v'snafsho seichem to say even Nivela is also tiran yom kippur. Obviously, Nivela shu belav, obviously, achulin, she'enon belav. So maybe then I'll say, okay, fine, so Nivela at least is, you're not allowed to eat it. It's a, it's a lav if you eat it. So I'll say that if you eat it on Yom Kippur, you're chayv karis. But chulin, uh, where there's nothing wrong with eating just regular shech, shechted meat, so maybe that won't be a chayv karis on Yom Kippur. So this inclusion also includes chulin. Well, then maybe I'll include chulin, which I don't have like a particular mitzvah to go and eat chulin. In general, whereas truma though is something different, it's unique in that I have a mitzvah to go and eat truma. Well, not me, but uh, Cohen. So again, relying on this inclusion to say that it even includes truma.
Maybe I'll include truma, which doesn't have a chiyuv of, you know, don't leave any over. Maybe I'll exclude kachim, which has this extra facet of not leaving over any kachim. So then we rely on this riba to say, no, it even includes kachim. So basically, you're not allowed to eat anything on Yom Kippur. And if you do your chayv kars, and if you want, I'll give you another reason. The pasuk says that anybody, right? What is the pasuk? That I will, you know, uh, make this soul lost from its nation. So we need dafka and inui, which is, you know, makes you know, kind of uh, makes your soul less, i.e. Refraining from eating and drinking, so 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 uh, that is what's also all types of eating and drinking. How come we need this other option after we just proved from this reboy that includes all types of eating? How come we need? Oh, and also I'll teach you from Vavati Well, if you want to say that the pasuk of uh, uh, when it says Teanu is talking about Arias. That you right, that you refrain from Tashmi Shamita on Yom Kippur. So Rei Omer Vavatias and Nefesh Inu Sheish Baavedas and Nefesh Beizazaz Achilu Vishtiyah. So if you want to say that the pasuk of Vinisim Esnafshu Seichem is talking about Arayos from which we learn that Tashmi Shamita is Aser, well then I'll say okay, fine, forget that Vavati S Hanefeshai is talking about Inoi that's related to sort of destroying your soul, weakening yourself, i.e. Um, refraining from eating and drinking. It says over here, Enoi. And it says over there, Enoi, in the context of the Mon, as Rashi says, that, that God afflicted you and starved you. In the context of the Mon, Malaholon Enoi Rivon, Afkan Enoi Rivon. That just like by the man, we're talking about an affliction of hunger. So also on Yom Kippur, we're talking about an affliction of hunger. But frankly, Gemara, one second. What about the said? It said Lavan says to Yaakov, he says, "Imtanez benosai." If you afflict my daughters, and that's in the context of Tashmir Shamita. So therefore, I'll say that. Wait, maybe the Inu of Yom Kippur is Davka talking about Tashmir Shamita. To which the Gemara answers, no, better to learn out the Inui of Yom Kippur, which is a public Inui, that everybody needs to afflict themselves, from the Inui of Man, which of course applied to all of Am Yisrael, to the exclusion of a conversation between Lavan and Yaakov, specifically about Rachel and Leah. Why don't we learn it out from the Inui of Mitzrayim? Where it says Vayaris Onyenu that the Eivishter saw our affliction, and that of course applied to the entire nation of Israel at the time. That that's talking about staying away from. Right, 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 that was talking about um, that they that, right, that they weren't having relations between men and women. To which we say, yeah, but we'll learn out Inoi Bidei Shemaim Inoi from God whether that's Yom Kippur, whether that's Mon, and not from uh, affliction that was imposed by people. 
When the Pasuk says by the man that God provided the Yidin with man in the desert, in order to afflict you, what's the affliction in the context of the man? That somebody who has bread in his basket, it's different than somebody who doesn't have bread in his basket. We saw that recently in the context of the fellow who would take out the goat to the to chuck it off right the sorry Mr. to chuck it off the cliff. We said that all the people would give him food. We said, why are they giving him food and drink? It's Yom Kippur. But we say, because somebody who knows that he has the food, you know, he feels better than somebody who doesn't have any food. And therefore, here also, Kilu, when it came to the man, there was something very interesting about the man. Which is that it fell every day, but every day you didn't. There was no guarantee that the next day the man was going to fall. I guess at a certain point you probably got used to it, but it's not like you know we gave you food for a week and you knew that you were good. Mamish, you lived hand to mouth. You mamish relied upon God, upon God raining down man every single day. Like that, that could be pretty stressful. You don't know. There's no guarantee that the next meal is con- coming. Let's say God gets upset and He doesn't want to give you any man. It's pretty stressful. So that's what it means, to afflict you, right? So, it's different somebody who has his next meal aligned, right, lined up, who's got bread in his basket. It's very different for somebody who doesn't have bread in his basket. Whereas, um, the other opinion is that, you know, when it came to the man, it may have tasted like anything you wanted, but it didn't look like anything you wanted. And therefore, it's very different, you know, if you could see your food and you taste your food, that's very different than being able to taste it without seeing it. Says of Yosef, who of course was blind, says that here is an allusion, a hint, to the fact that blind people eat but don't get satisfied because they can't see what they're eating. Says Abai, therefore, somebody who has a suda a feast, a meal, he should have it when it's light out so that he could see his food and become satisfied. Amr Abzera Maikra says, Abzera wants a pasuk to, to, to reference this to Marinai Mahalach Nafesh. That it's good to be able to um, see, I guess, for your soul. Amr Shlokish to Marinai Baisha Yoser Migufa Shomaisa says, Shlokish. That seeing a woman and being attracted and having a tiber for a woman is more significant than actually sleeping with that woman. That the uh, taiva is stronger than the act than the act itself. That that the seeing of the eyes is is greater is more significant than the actual doing. Chaver, that was the ayin of Masechta Yoma. Man, that got some was some real sugas that we had to work through there at the beginning, right? So we the the First, Amud really continued with the machlokas uh, between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish about is chazi shir whenever there's a minimum amount for for something usher in the Torah. What if you do less than the minimum amount? So we have a machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish. Rabbi Yochanan says that it's usher in the Torah. Rishlakish says that it's that it's mutum in the Torah, but usher midr abonon. To which we got into this whole shaila about wait, what about when it comes right? There's a halacha that when it comes to a shvuas bitui that if somebody makes a shvua a swear. You know, that I will or won't do something. 
and violates that shvua, so he has to bring a korban shvua's bitoy. However, there's a halacha that if it's in the context of a mitzvah, that if he swears that he's going to do a mitzvah, or in this case, that he's going to refrain from doing an avera and violates that shvua, he's going to be potter from bringing a korban. And the shaila is that Rishlakish says that when it comes to less than a shear, you're going to be chayv to bring a korban shvua's bitoy, which um, we want to say that therefore it must be mutter midrabanon because if it's also midrabanon then uh, you should be potter from bringing a korban shvuz bitoy to which we ended up saying that no, according to Ishlakish chatzishir is, is mamash also midrabanon but nonetheless you're going to be chayv to bring a korban shvuz bitoy since midoraisa it is mutter we then got back to the uh, Isra of Achille Vishtia on Yom Kippur, and we said that it applies to all kinds of um, food and drink on Yom Kippur. We refrain from eating them. Chaba, that was the Feindal of Mesechta Yoma. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great day. Cheers.